0: Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. Good morning. Well, President Sura Ramaphosa has announced that the President of Russia, Vladimir Putin, and the President of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, have both approved a plan that will see six African presidents, including Ramaphosa traveling to Moscow and Kiev to try and broker peace in Europe. The plan includes the presidents of Senegal, Ghana, Egypt, Congo, Zambia, And, of course, Ramaphosa himself. The presidency says, from what I understand, both the U.S. and the U.K. have said they're cautiously optimistic about the plan. The United Nations Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, also approves of the plan. Stephen Gruzd is the head of the African Governance and Diplomacy Program and head of the Russia-Africa Project at the ASA Institute of International Affairs. Stephen, good morning.
1: Good morning, Stephen.
0: We need to start with the question of the conflict itself and whether it is, the phrase people often use, whether it is ripe for peace. There does seem to be some kind of stalemate in Bakhmut. Russia has poured thousands of men and materiel into Ukraine. Ukraine has lost some land and many soldiers, but has weapons from the West. Are the conditions right for some kind of peace?
1: Um, I'm not convinced this is it, it's it's reached that point because I think both sides still believe they can have a victory on the battlefield. The Ukrainians are said to be pre- uh, preparing for a summer counteroffensive, and uh, the Russians uh, are, can't afford to give up. So I don't know uh, whether the time is ripe, but i think any serious attempt at mediation at trying to find a solution should be given a chance um it's it's probably uh, unexpected that this is coming from from these african countries but apparently they have been talking about this for a couple of months and uh, who knows it might actually be the breakthrough that that uh Resolves this very vicious conflict? There's
0: so many things we don't know. I mean, I don't think we know necessarily the full impact of this conflict on Russia. I mean, it's hard to know. We're not going to find out very easily. Ukraine, too, must be thinking that it's losing soldiers after soldiers. There's Mm a, you know, if this goes on for too much longer, then Russia wins just because it's bigger and has more soldiers Mm -hmm. to pour into the battlefield. I mean, I would imagine there is something on the table for both sides here.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, if if a formula, if a solution can be found, although you know, Ukraine has said that it wants all of its territory back, and by that it means not only the areas in the Donbass, but also the Crimea, um, where they, which is a, you know, Russia has uh, annexed and and uh, had a referendum about. Um, but you're right; both sides are definitely losing men at a rapid rate, and. Uh, are looking for a way out whether the timing is 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 right at the moment we'll see um
0: it seems to me incredibly unlikely that putin and zelensky would ever sit down together these would probably be negotiations at arm's length maybe in switzerland somewhere
1: could be uh the, there could be uh, you know shuttle diplomacy as has happened in 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 other places Um, yes, it probably would be very difficult for those two leaders to be in the same room at the same time. I mean, one of the things that uh, negotiations depend on are confidence-building measures. And so there may be gradual steps to bring us to that point. But the fact that Putin also has this ICC indictment hanging over his head doesn't make it easier for for there to be negotiations. That may be something that uh, is part of the negotiations, that that goes away. Uh, but then they would need the uh, the assent of the International Criminal Court, and uh, that might be difficult as well. So I don't think anybody should be under the illusion that these talks will be easy or that they will pursue, uh, produce immediate results.
0: It seems to me what may be unique about this proposal is it's relatively easy to kind of ignore... One present. I realise that's a strange thing to say, but if you rush and Ukraine in a conflict, you can probably ignore one present or one country. But six traveling together. I've never heard of that before. That's a unique feature to this.
1: it is, it is quite unique, um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Um, you know, I think I think it should be given a chance. As I said, it's probably done with sincere motives. Um, how they're going to coordinate? Among the six of them is, is another question, uh, but yes, it's a very novel idea, and, and perhaps the fact that there's six does give it some gravitas.
0: Stephen Grues thank you very much indeed. Head of the Africa Governance and Diplomacy Program, head of the Russia-Africa Project at the SA Institute of International Affairs. We are expecting more coverage on this for you. Vincent McGuena, the spokesperson for President Ramaphosa, he's agreed to talk to you at ten past seven. And uh, if I've understood him do correctly, we've just had confirmation that, in fact, the Minister of International Relations herself, Dr. Naledi Pandor, has agreed to speak to you at a quarter to eight. So more to come on this story. I do expect it to develop through the morning here on SAFM.